You are listening to the Self-Trust Solution Podcast with Dawn Lede, episode number nine. Welcome back. Today, let's talk about decisions and the impact of making them with and without self-trust. So this episode is good for anyone who struggles with making decisions, believes they're bad at making decisions, or maybe even those that make them hastily, meaning you make them only to second guess or regret them. So we're going to talk about why many people, maybe even you, think you're bad at making decisions, the surprising truth about making decisions, how you can know if you are making decisions with or without self-trust, the question I ask myself before making any decision I'm struggling with, how can you make the right decision every time? Want to know where you land on the self-trust scale? Visit me at theselftrustcoach.com and take the free self-trust quiz. Let's get started. So I talk about decisions all the time because I love infusing self-care into the self-trust building process in the form of achieving because We want to reach for and achieve our goals. Decisions are the very first step in that process. And we make them all the time. Often I hear from clients that decisions are hard or that you're bad at making decisions. And it's so interesting to me because nearly every time, actually I'm going to revise that every time that someone has told me that they're bad at making decisions After further exploration, there's so many amazing decisions that they've made and make continually. They're very good at making decisions. And this is probably true of you as well. So why do people, maybe you, who are good at making decisions think that they're bad at making decisions? Well, the truth is it's because you're looking or they're looking to a past result that they didn't like, maybe a few of them. And when we do that, we're using our past to predict the future. It's not very useful, right? Because if we use the past where we haven't been able to do something or we didn't like the result of something we did to dictate the future, then that is going to be the future result as well. And in those cases where you're believing that because of this one result, you didn't love when you're making that mean that you're bad at making decisions, that's what's informing and driving whether you make decisions, how you make decisions moving forward. It's kind of unfair to you. It's not taking into account all the decisions that you've made and do make continually that are good. You can go as simple as brushing your teeth every day. You probably make that decision twice a day or more without even thinking about it now. Giving yourself credit for making good decisions is how you can start to give your brain that to find evidence for rather than the opposite. Because 
I promise you, your brain is brilliant. And whichever you believe, that is what your brain is going to go looking for evidence for. And it will find it. It will look at any time that you go to make a decision and you spend some time in uncertainty, it will define that as you being bad at making decisions. Someone who believes they're good at making decisions, who sits in a little bit of uncertainty for a while, does not make it mean that. They just make it mean that there's some more information that I want to know, or I just want to think about this for a minute longer, or just going to indulge in a little bit of uncertainty for a minute. No big deal. We all do it. But it's the difference between defining yourself as someone who doesn't make good decisions versus defining the result that you didn't like as not the result you wanted. It's totally different, right? Because you made the decision. Even if you don't love the result, you didn't make a bad decision. You made a decision. The consequences or results of that decision, maybe you don't like, but it doesn't mean as a process, you're bad at making decisions. Because here's the surprising truth about making decisions. All decisions are optional and there are no wrong decisions. There are results we don't like. There are decisions that we tell ourselves we have to make, but we really don't have to. One great example of this is electricity. I used to believe I have to pay my electric bill. Felt terrible. When I look at it as optional, I really start to notice that I want to. I really love electricity. I really love my air conditioning. It went out last summer and I was without it for a while. Living in the South in the summer without air conditioning is really terrible and it does not feel optional. But the truth is it is. That was just a wake-up call to remind me how much I love paying for electricity because the alternative is not having it. So it's empowerment of seeing it not as something I have to do or I need to do, but something that I choose to do. Coming to that term, that agreement with myself doesn't change the amount of money I'm paying. It doesn't change anything except one makes me feel frustrated and a little disgruntled. And the other one makes me feel empowered and delighted to have a house that is powered by electricity and solar actually, and has a working air conditioned unit. So that is my invitation to you about making decisions. They are optional. And we, the story we tell ourselves behind it, when we say we have to, or we need to, can disempower us. It really can take our own power away when we look at it that way. Also, there's no wrong decisions. The result may be wanted or unwanted, but the decision itself is not wrong. And if that's true, what does that open up for you? So for me, what that opens up is possibility and truth and honesty with myself. 
So the question that I ask myself before making any decision that maybe I'm struggling with or just feels a little bigger is if I'm going to be great, no matter what, meaning I'm going to be good, what do I want to decide? So that's the question I ask myself. If I'm going to be fine, I'm going to be good, I'm going to be great, what do I want to decide? Now, the answer to that is the truth of what I want to decide. It does not mean I always go and choose that. I want to place that caveat because remember, we are infusing self-trust, building self-care into our decision-making, into the achievement process here. And so I make sure that this is an opportunity not to force myself to make a decision that I'm not comfortable with, but just to tell myself the truth. So one example of this is last year, I had the opportunity to go on a trip that was going to be amazing. And I was struggling deciding because I had several things going on with work, with the air conditioner, and I just wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do. And I indulged in some uncertainty for a little bit. And then I asked myself the question, if I'm going to be great, no matter what, what do I want to decide? My answer to that was, I want to go. And immediately I sort of tensed up and I knew that that wasn't the right decision for me. So it was the truth. I definitely want to go. And when I was honest with myself, instead of this pretending like I was confused about what I want, I don't know what I want to do. When I stopped pretending as if I didn't know then I was able to tell myself the truth that I absolutely wanted to go and yet it's not the right time. Just totally fine because then I could just be a little disappointed, have my own back on making that decision. And that is the power of that question. It's not to make you decide one way or another. It's just to give yourself the truth about what you want and then decide based on what you believe is best for you, knowing that it's safe to be honest with yourself and truthful about it. That way, when it's disappointment, which it was for me, it was an honest and true disappointment that I knew I chose on purpose because it was what was best. What's best doesn't always feel amazing, But it felt so much cleaner and truthful than me spinning in, I don't know what I want. I should be able to do this or I shouldn't be able to do this. All of that sort of shame and blame, so much more uncomfortable than when I just was honest and said, I do want to go. I'm choosing not to. And it's okay that I feel disappointed about that. So how can you make the right decision every time? That's my invitation to you is to look at your decisions. Know that they're optional. 
There is no wrong decision. There may be results that you don't love and you never know until you make the decision. So if you decide ahead of time that you're going to have your own back, the worst thing that can happen on the other side of this decision is a feeling and you get to choose it deliberately. Making the decision ahead of time of how you're going to react, meaning what you're going to make it mean if the result is not what you want. And you can just decide that you're not going to make it mean anything about you or anything other than the fact that it didn't turn out the way you wanted it to. Because when that's the case, when you're going to have your own back, no matter the result, you're empowered to take that data review it, and make the very next best decision. What will you take away from today's episode? My goal is for you to start paying attention to the decisions you make. Maybe you start noticing how many you make and how good you are at making them. Maybe you stop looking at one decision you made in the past that you didn't love the result of and making that mean you're bad at making decisions. Question what you are believing is right or wrong. Question the have and need to decisions. How do you actually want to make these decisions? What would self-trust look like in this decision? Does it mean it's super comfortable? Some decisions just aren't, but it's always how you're thinking about it. And it affects the way you make decisions. Because decisions without self-trust look like spinning in indecision, second-guessing your decisions, spending time researching but never deciding, or only focusing on what could go wrong instead of what could go right. Decide ahead of time to have your own back no matter the result. I love this quote from... Wissam Bazi, it says the quality of your life is built on the quality of your decisions. I would add that the quality of your decisions is based on the trust you have in yourself to handle whatever is on the other side. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. This helps me reach new people, continue to create content, and brings me joy in my mission to serve. Join us next week for episode number 10, where we will talk about validation and why I say go for it. Thanks for listening and have a trust-filled week. And if you're ready to unlock your self-trust fueled success, join me at theselftrustcoach.com to take the free self-trust quiz. The self-trust quiz will help you identify the areas that may be holding you back and pinpoint where in the achievement process you can use a little extra TLC. Take the free self-trust quiz at theselftrustcoach.com. See you inside.